0: So welcome back to Worth Recovery, a podcast featuring women and sex addiction. My name is Amy. I'm your host here. I'm a sex addict and I've been sober since December 2nd of 2012. And I wanted to share with you today um, some very special news that I bought a calendar. And I know that that might not be like incredibly important news in your life, But I don't know that maybe you understand how significant that is for me in my life at this time right now. I bought a calendar. I actually bought three calendars. I bought kind of a bigger desktop calendar that I use um, for bigger planning projects. I've always had one. And I bought my monthly calendar that I use for just that I carry around with me for longer term planning. And anyway, I and then I bought my weekly calendar that I use for to, just to keep track of to-do lists and things like that. But point being, I bought a calendar. And it's a huge, significant event for me. Um, because for the last, I don't know, nearly three months, I've been living in somewhat of a depression. And that's probably minimizing, not somewhat of a depression. I've been living in depression, a serious depression. Worrying about the future, worrying about, um, uh, really unsure, I guess, how, if I wanted to, if I could um, move forward from kind of the tragedies that have happened this year in my life. Um, So before I kind of helped you to understand how significant this is for me, I want to back up just a little bit. So in September, I attended a women's retreat. It was a recovery retreat focused uh, on women. And at this retreat, I took some time to really pray and meditate and contemplate about worth recovery. Uh, what I want, what, What's the future of worth recovery? What I want to do with worth recovery? And my personal theme for 2018, um, every year I try to pick a word, just one word that kind of describes what it is that I want to accomplish for that next year. And the theme I chose, and I really want to say here that I felt inspired and directed by my higher power to choose this theme. The theme that I chose um, was courage. And I decided to call the 2000, the year 2018, the year of courage. And I'm going to do so many things in the year of courage. Um, but as I, re- I really felt inspired to really focus on, on courage. Now, at that time... And I'll get there later, kind of some of the things that I did with that um, in September. And two weeks later, uh, my life was permanently altered uh, as my mom took a really deep dive um, and a sudden kind of turn in her health and then passed away shortly. It was just uh, two weeks after the retreat, three weeks, three weeks after the retreat that my mom passed away. Since then, my life really has been in turmoil, I guess. Maybe might be the best way to describe it. Uh, Fear, pain, loss, grief, depression, resentment. I felt angry. I have felt lost, adrift, untethered, alone. Um, It seems to have been getting worse as time goes by. I hate that cliche that they say that like time heals all wounds because for those three months since my mom passed... Um, it, it just has been getting worse and the feelings would spiral into shame as I should all over myself, right? I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I knew this was coming. I shouldn't be struggling. I shouldn't be doing this or that. I should be doing this or that. I should be podcasting more. I should, I I had all these dreams of things that I knew I was going to do when my mom passed. I put a lot of things on hold this last year, to really spend more time with her and take care of her, I was her primary caregiver and do all those things. And and then my mom passed. And rather than embrace the things that I was going to do or that I have put on hold, um, I just kept falling into a deeper and deeper depression. This last week, and I would say really the last few weeks, things have been getting worse. I couldn't stop crying all of the time. I mean, I'm a crier in general, but... Like, all day, I would cry. Um, I don't smile. I've been resentful. I've been struggling to function. And just normal functioning. (laughs) Just like getting up every day and getting dressed and getting out the door and doing things like that. Making food. um, Just normal functioning. I've been struggling. A few weeks ago, maybe about three or four weeks ago in therapy, I sat there and said something like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what to do or where I'm going. And all I can do is cry all the freaking time. And Jackie said something very insightful, as she always does. She said, well, what are some of the questions floating around in the air around you that need answers? Like you say, you don't know where to start, but what are some of the questions? I mean, let's just start with the questions. And just that idea of starting with the questions at that moment in time felt overwhelming. Um, I couldn't even speak to what those questions were. I had I had no idea. But I told her that I would work on it. I told her I would think about what were the questions kind of circling around in the air and in my head and and write them down and come back with a list of questions. I spent the week thinking about those questions and I wrote some of them down. They were overwhelming, totally overwhelming as I reviewed them. Last week with Jackie, we had a really great discussion. But just writing the questions was overwhelming. I didn't even know what to do. Um, Like I said, I sat there with Jackie a few weeks ago and kind of read her my list. I'll read you some of the questions I have on my list. Who am I? I don't feel like myself. Excuse me. I don't feel like myself or feel comfortable in my current skin. Um, what do I want to do about weight, food, clothes, how I look, all those different things? Um, How do I begin dating again? What relationships do I need to mend or fix in my life? What relationships do I want to fix? Do what relationships do I want to nurture? What relationships do I need to let go of in my life that maybe I've been forcing? Will I ever be happy again? How do I let go of some of my family members? What is my calling in life? <clears throat> what do I want to do with worth recovery? Do I want to keep podcasting? Do I want to do events, coaching, online courses? Do I stay in Utah or do I move? That's just like maybe a fourth of the questions that I have in my life that, um, that needed answers. And they just felt overwhelming. They felt too big. As we sat and, ha- and had this discussion, I told her three months ago, I would have had the answer to every single one of those questions. I knew the answer to every single one of those questions. But yet today, I don't feel like those answers are authentic and I don't feel like myself anymore. She said something super insightful, again, like she mostly always does. And she said, your inner self knows that your life and you have been permanently altered. And so going back to the way things were, to the security of what was, doesn't feel authentic. I don't know if that's an exact quote, but that's kind of the gist of what she said and the gist of what she said. And that's what I remember. And I sat there, like just kind of letting those words sink into me because my life has been permanently altered. And of course I knew that. And I have said that to myself and to others, but there was something about someone saying that to me that's brought some sort of validation and relief. I felt like this huge relief kind of wash over me. Here was acknowledgement that nothing would ever be the same. Usually when I say that, I'm met with some kind of justification or rationalization. Or people just say things like, wow, I just can't imagine that or anything like that. And and it's been a struggle to feel kind of that validation that nothing will ever be the same. Back to the point here though, the relief was short-lived. Although I relished it for those few moments while I was sitting in her office, overall the relief was short-lived because this is what set in I have to make all these decisions again I have to go through the process of figuring all this stuff out again I don't have the energy for that I can't I can't do that I can't even function I can't even get up every day let alone try to figure out the answers to all these big questions in my life again I was not ready to do that and so I promptly changed the subject in therapy. I just couldn't even handle it. I sat, I had that relief for a moment, and then the panic set in. And so I changed the subject. It was a breaking moment for me. I went home kind of even more depressed. I sat in my car on the way home and yelled. I do this sometimes, it really, really helps me. I yelled and screamed at the top of my lungs. I yelled all the frustrations I was feeling and all the sadness and the anger. Everything that I had been feeling, I cried and cried and cried. It was ugly crying too, not like nice crying. I took the long way home uh, to try and give myself some more time to cry and to yell. Later that afternoon, I exchanged a few texts with my therapist about unnecessary suffering. P.S. If you want to hear from my amazing therapist... You can listen to her podcast. It's called Thanks for Sharing. You can find it um, in iTunes or in the Google Play Store or on the Podbean app. It's called Thanks for Sharing and uh, Jackie P. and John T. I'll, I'll also put a link on my website and in the show notes. But anyway, great information there. And she did a whole podcast with Alex Kate Hawkins on unnecessary suffering. Um, and we exchanged a few texts about this concept. And for the next 24 hours, I would say things actually got worse. And then I thought, you've got to get a podcast together, Amy. You've got to get something together. Like, you've got to do something. I pulled out all the notes and the previous ideas I had about podcasts and different things that I had wanted to talk to you guys about. And sitting there on top of my notes, on top of this stack of things about podcasting, were the notes that I made on Courage three months ago, sitting at the retreat. And the first thing it says is 2018, the year of courage. It says, recovery takes all the courage I can muster, every ounce of courage I have. And that kind of washed over me. Recovery takes every ounce of courage I have. And then there was a list of questions. How do I find courage? What gives me courage? How do I find the courage to be my own hero and come to my own rescue? And then a massive list of things that I need courage for. A massive list of things. I'll share with you just some of them. I need courage to engage. (laughs) I need courage to go to meetings. I need courage to share at meetings. I need courage to talk about the problems that I have. I need courage to keep trying. I need courage to come out of denial. I need courage to try new things, to be responsible for my own life. I need courage to change. I need courage to forgive myself. I need courage to forgive others. I need courage to make amends, to set boundaries, and to keep boundaries. To keep boundaries, I need courage, I need courage to love myself. I need courage to disengage from relationships that aren't serving me. I need courage to work on relationships. I need courage to look at myself. I need courage to dream again, to love again, to open my heart, to level up my recovery, to look at new ideas and new things. I need courage to look at other addictive behaviors I have. And I need courage to keep trying. That was just a partial list of the things that I wrote about what I need courage for. And little did I know that months ago, how much courage I would need to go into 2018. I didn't consciously know the deep, dark hole I would find myself in at the end of 2017. I didn't know that I was going to have to reinvent myself again, maybe from scratch. And that it was going to take more courage than maybe anything I had ever done before. Consciously, I didn't know. But I believe that somewhere deep inside me I did know. And I know that my higher power knew. I know for sure that he knew. After reading and crying about my courage list, which I'm doing again right now, I said a prayer of gratitude. And in that moment, a tiny, tiny glimmer of hope was born. I've been courageous before, I remember thinking to myself. I've done this before. I found the courage before to do many of the things on my list. And if I had done it before, I knew that I could do it again. I can have courage. I can find courage and I can build the courage that I need to do this again and so I went and bought a calendar as my first courageous step and I started the planning process for 2018. Something that I typically love and have always loved my entire life I love this time of year. This is my favorite week, the week between Christmas and New Year's because that is when I start to plan my new year. And I'm excited, I'm so excited for 2018 and for the things that I'm going to accomplish this year because I'm going to accomplish amazing things in 2018. And it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be hard work, there's gonna be a lot of really hard things As we celebrate kind of the first um, year after my mom's death. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be hard things. And that's going to be okay. Because I can find courage to face those things. And I have people in my life that will help me to find the courage to face those things. And I've been courageous before. And I've dealt with hard things before. And that can also build and give me courage. And so I'm grateful for The year of courage 2018. I'm grateful for all of the amazing things that are going to happen this year because amazing things are going to happen this year. And I am grateful for that. And so, my invitation to you today is to join me. I would love to have you join me in 2018 for this year of courage. And there's a couple different ways that you can do that. There's actually lots of different ways. And there'll be more coming. Different ways that you can that you can join me in 2018 for the year of courage. Because it's going to take a lot of courage to do this year. And to do what I want to do this year. So, one of the very first ways that you can join me this year is for the Talking Back Challenge. The Courageous Talking Back Challenge. So, when I first started this podcast... Back in, I don't know, 2015, um, one of the very first series that I did was a series on talking back and it's about affirmations and the way that we can use affirmations to talk back to the voices in our head and the things that people tell us about. And so I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do it again for my own personal life because I'm in need of some more affirmations, some things for myself Some ideas that I want to to confirm in my mind and changing my mindset for this year. And so I'm going to engage in the Talking Back Challenge. And I challenge you to join me. If you want to join me, you can do it on the website. You can also look for the challenge on Facebook. Ah, uh, the talking back challenge, and it's right on the front page of the website. There's a place for you to enter your email, and then you'll get a series of emails that will help you to engage in the talking back challenge. And I'm excited to do that. Um, I'm going to officially start my talking back challenge on January first. So. Um, you'll want to kind of join us before then but if you even join us late you'll still get this the same series of emails so where whenever you're listening to this whenever you see it join us um and and start with the talking back challenge the courage to talk back to the voices in your head and the negative thoughts and ideas that you have about yourself and i'm going to start there because that's an important piece for me is to talk back to these shame voices that i have going on And so join me in the Talking Back Challenge. That's the first way you can join me. The second way you can join me this year is at the Courage Conference. That's what I'm calling it. Our Courage Conference, our Worth Recovery events this year are the Courage Conference. And we're going to have four events this year. I'm excited to expand and to visit some new areas of the country. So the first one's coming up on February 24th in Salt Lake City, Utah, the Courage Conference. And we're going to talk about courage. We're going to talk about the courage of recovery, the courage that it takes to recover in life. And we're going to talk about early recovery and the courage that that takes and kind of the middle messy part of recovery, the courage that that takes. And we're going to talk about the courage that it takes years in, years into recovery. What kind of courage do you still need to be able to do that? I'm excited to to bring that to you. We're going to talk um, Salt Lake City, February 24th. Uh, We're going to have Jackie and John from the Thanks for Sharing podcast uh, do a whole block in the afternoon about the courage to own your story. Their podcast talks about story and the power of story and the importance of everyone's story and experience. And so they're going to speak um, our whole afternoon block on, on the courage to own your own story. And I'm so excited to have them. So Jackie P, uh, Jackie, yeah, Jackie P. and John T. from the Thanks for Sharing podcast will be joining us. And then we'll have some other therapists in the morning that I'll talk to you about as, as we get those plans um, firmed up and in place. But February 24th, um, you can find out more information on the website. Uh, that's www.worthrecovery.com. And I'm excited to to really bring you some new ideas on Courage. The other three events that we're going to have, we're going to have one in Atlanta, Georgia, one in Buffalo, New York, and one back in Seattle in the fall in September. So, again, you can find out more information um, on those on the website. We're firming up some of those details, so we might not have everything you want to know yet. But February 24th, here in Salt Lake City, Utah, we would love to have you join us. Um, so, join us at the Courage Conference. That's one thing you can do this year. So, those are that's what we're going to start with. Join me on the Talking Back Challenge. Join me on the cur- at the Courage Conference. Join me on Facebook, at Worth Recovery. Or on Twitter, at Worth Recovery. Or on Instagram, at Worth Recovery. All those places, you can join us. And start talking about courage. We're going to start talking about courage. The courage that it takes to recover. And the courage that it takes to live life, really. Right? Because recovery is life. So, all of that. I am incredibly grateful for the things that happened in my life, for the way that my higher power lines these things up for me. <laughs> Little did I know, three months ago in September, when I sat down to plan this year, I didn't know at that time that courage was the thing that I was going to need. I didn't know that that was what I was going to need more than anything else, was the courage to get up every day, the courage to plan and engage, <clears throat> excuse me, when I cry. You know, my voice gets a little crazy. Let me grab some water. I didn't know three months ago that the most important need for me in 2018 was going to be courage. The courage to engage. The courage to engage in this whole process of recovery. I didn't know that. But my higher power knew. My higher power knew. My higher power knows. It's kind of awesome. its I was going to say scary. It's not scary. It's awesome. My higher power knew and set things up for me and inspired me to pick something and to address those questions early on so that when I had to address them again, I knew that I could do it. I knew that I had the courage to be able to do that. So I hope this year, this week, as you plan for your 2018, that you seriously look at courage that you will be brave, that you will look at the things in your life. You will find the courage that it takes to look at those things in your life that need to change in order for you to move forward and live the life that you want to live and find recovery. Because ladies, I know that you are 100% worth recovery. Every single one of you. No matter where you're at, no matter what's going on, no matter how far down you feel like you've gone, no matter how many times you've relapsed, no matter how many times you've tried in the past, no matter if no one else in your life pays attention to you or thinks that you are worth recovery, no matter if you don't have anybody in your life that knows about your addiction or what's going on, it doesn't matter. Whatever is going on in your life, you are worth recovery. 100% worth it. I know that. And if you don't know that yet, then you can spend 2018 with me finding the courage to do that and to know that and to trust that. So join me in the year of courage, 2018. Join me at the Courage Conference. Join me for the Courageous Talking Back Challenge. Join me. I'm excited. I'm so excited. So that's what I have for you today. I want you to know that I think about you, I pray for you, and I love you so much. I hope that you have a courageous day. Until next time, Amy.